Thanks for tuning in to Chats with Your Self-Worth BFF. This is your host, Michaela Falar, where we are here to skyrocket your self-worth, heal your shit, and take your power back. Welcome to the chat. What is up, guys? Welcome back to Chats with Your Self-Worth BFF. It's your host, Michaela Falar. I'm so excited about today's episode. We are getting into oxytocin and love bombing what they are, and some experiences that I've had with both. (laughs) Happy Tuesday and happy Halloween if you celebrate Halloween. I hope that you have a safe and incredible night. If you were trick-or-treating, then you get all the candies. Um, And if you celebrated this past weekend, I hope you had a great weekend and your costume won the costume contest. (laughs) With all that being said, I have some things that I want to chat about before we get into today's episode. Number one being that it is week one of the awakening, which is my first round of the awakening I'm so excited about. We are getting into intuition, getting connected with your intuition, um, and getting connected with who you are. And if you are in the awakening, you will be learning a little bit more about what exactly I mean by that when we get into it. I don't want any spoilers, you know? So if you are not in the awakening, that is totally okay. There will be another live launch after this one. So stay tuned for that. I'm going to leave the information for the awakening to get on the wait list in the show notes below for the next round. So if you are interested, announcement for the next round. Next, talking about intuition, if getting in touch with your intuition, that inner knowing, that 24-7 life coach that we all have within us sounds like something that you are interested in, then I have created a masterclass for you. It is going to be November 11th at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So 11-11 at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, I'm going to be holding a intuition masterclass. This is going to be teaching you basically like beginner beginner's guide to intuition. Um, yes or no techniques. We're gonna go through a energy protection and healing, energy healing and protecting meditation. And it's gonna be so fun, so good. We're gonna get into like little groups and do mini intuitive reads on each other as well. So it will be very eye-opening and very just a fun time. So if getting in tune with your intuition and maybe learning how to do intuitive reads on other people is something that you are into, then definitely do not miss this masterclass. It's $77.70 right now. Price will go up. So I will put the information to get to claim your spot for the masterclass on November 11th in the show notes below as well. With that being said, I have mentorship spots available for you. So if you are looking to get in tune with the highest frequency version of you, if you're really looking for that one-on-one mentorship for that relationship that mentorship is all about, and you're just ready to dive deep into your spiritual awakening and your journey and to heal trauma and to get really fucking clear on what's holding you back from living the life of your dreams, 
then mentorship is for you and I have spots available. So if you are interested, go ahead and email me, DM me, and um, I'm accepting applications for that. So I hope to hear from you if I am speaking to you right now. I cannot wait for your transformation because it is mentorship is so life-changing. My mentorship students that I've had have grown immensely, have literally transformed their freaking lives, like literally gone from shy, not knowing where to go or what to do or what direction, unknowing like of their worth and just feeling stuck. And none of them feel that way anymore. I've been working them with them for about three months now, and they have a clear path and knowing of what they're doing. They know their worth. They are ready for whatever life throws at them. They are becoming just such beautiful, like the highest frequency version of themselves. Like they're just such beautiful souls. And I'm so excited to see where they go even, you know, further in on their journey with me on mentorship because mentorship is a commitment. I've got three packages available. It's either a three-month, six-month, or one-year package. If you are interested, I'm going to, like I said, put the link here below so that you can check it out. And if it's something you're interested in, you can apply. Moving forward, let's get into today's episode. So like I said, oxytocin and love bombing. I was in a conversation with a friend over the weekend and they had no idea what love bombing was and i i just had i was like immediately i was like if this is something that people don't know about like i feel like it needs to be talked about so here we are talking about it on the podcast um love bombing is considered a form of emotional manipulation and abuse it exploits the target's emotions trust and vulnerability for personal gain it can have long-lasting negative effects on the target's mental and emotional well-being leading to confusion self-doubt and a diminished sense of self it is important for individuals who suspect that they may be experiencing love bombing to seek support from trusted friends family professionals and consider removing themselves from the manipulative relationship The purpose of love bombing is to manipulate the target's emotions, weaken their defenses, and gain control over their thoughts, feelings, and actions. Once the target is emotionally invested and dependent on the manipulator, the love bomber may begin to exert control, exploit vulnerabilities, and manipulate the target's behavior to serve their own interests. This can involve isolating the target from their relationships or support networks, imposing strict rules or expectations, and gradually eroding their self-esteem and independence. Okay, you guys, the reason I talk, I want to talk about this and shed light on this is because it's something that I have, that has happened to me. And I look back on it now and I'm like, how could I be so blind? And the answer to that is oxytocin. Oxytocin is why I was so blind because what oxytocin is, is a hormone and neurotransmitter that plays a crucial role in social bonding, reproduction, and childbirth. It has two, has two forms. Hold on. I'm reading. (laughs) It is often referred to as the love hormone or cuddle hormone due to its association, association with feelings of trust, intimacy, and affection. 
Beyond its reproductive functions, oxytocin is involved in social bonding and attachment. It is released during positive social interactions such as hugging, cuddling, and physical affection, promoting feelings of trust and connection. Oxytocin has been linked to the formation and maintenance of romantic relationships, maternal infant bonding, and social bonding between friends and family members. So it can also promote feelings of relaxation, reduce stress and anxiety, and enhance feelings of empathy and generosity. Some studies suggest that oxytocin may influence social behavior, such as performing pro-social behavior, trust, and cooperation. So I read these definitions to you guys because I just I want to make sure I'm as clear as possible as to what exactly that they are and also give you guys kind of like my take on exactly what it is and my story behind each one of them. So I was emotionally I was blinded by love, by oxytocin, by what I thought was love and looking back on it it absolutely was not love, it was lust because everything happened very very fast. And I was single. I was not looking for anything. I was not dating. And I had just literally said to myself, I do not want to date. I do not want to talk to any male at all. And then literally the next day, I meet this man at spin class, which it's like, I don't know. I just thought that was so random. And we like literally like walk in. I walk in and we make eye contact. And I was just like, our energy was just like, it was undeniable that like there was energy between us. Right. So I felt like an immediate sense of connection an immediate, like, this is my person almost. It was super bizarre. Like I've never felt anything so strong before in my life. And after that spin class, he asked me out to dinner. I said yes. It was just like we went and got something like quick and sat and ate it together and it was cool. Like got to know him, whatever. But then after that, I was like very standoffish. Didn't like say yes to like us. Like I don't I didn't even know if I really considered that as a, a date as opposed to just like I'm just getting to know this person. It's just like a random hi, nice to meet you type deal. But with that being said, I was like so elated about that situation. And because he had been basically, he was during that date, like telling me everything that I wanted to hear. And also looking back on this, he asked, or I asked him like, oh, well, when's your birthday? Because it's like, I'm that girl. I do that. Like, I'm like, hey, I want to know your zodiac sign. And he immediately goes, oh, I'm a cancer. And I'm like, I'm like, he's, I'm like, okay. And I'm like, mentally, I'm like, oh, look that up. Like, see what the compatibility is there later. And he goes, oh, I already looked up the compatibility. We're very compatible. And I'm like, okay, like, did he just read my mind? Like, or anyways, so come to find out this man has had a crush on me for years. He has talked about me for years. He, I think, basically like manifested the situation of me being in his life and did everything in his power to took the actionable steps to make it his reality. And once he had me, he went above and beyond. He was texting me all the time. He was calling me. We were on the phone, like, all the time. It was, looking back on it, not the healthiest form of introduction, 
And like I said, everything happened really, really fast. And um, I didn't really even get to know who he was. I was just like blinded by the fact that he was telling me everything that I had wanted to hear for so long. Because the reason I was even like really trying, really wanting to be single and focus on myself in the first place was because I had just got out of a like four year relationship that was off and on where I had wanted this person, my this person to like give me x y and z and he wasn't no matter what i told him no matter how many chances i gave him and then fight like and then this guy comes up comes around right and he literally gives me everything that i've been asking for from my ex and so for me i was like oh my gosh like i finally found somebody who understands me who is giving me everything that i've been wanting for so long and i was like i can't like i can't mess this up or i can't let this go you know there was that part of me, even though I wasn't ready for that, I was like, oh, well, what if I tell him that I'm not ready and that I don't want this? And then like, it doesn't happen. And whatever the case may be, I was just like, what if I was playing the what if game and instead of like trusting my bound, like holding true to my boundaries, which was the fact that like, I wanted to stay single. I wanted to work on myself. Like I crossed my own personal boundary by allowing this man to date me and then falling for him so quickly without even getting to really know who he was and um after that after I think it was like our second date like that first time that we hung out I don't really count that as a date but like maybe it was I don't know and then um we went on a first date to a restaurant it was really good um and then we went on the second date and the second date he was like I'm gonna pick you up be ready at this time work I'm it's a surprise dress nice and I'm like all giddy and excited because every girl wants to be told <laughs> this like that's what a man should do like be ready at this time how to dress like that's all you need to know just tell me when and when and what to wear and I will be prepared <laughs> like um anyways I digress so he picks me up and he takes me to like this super bougie restaurant in Malibu called Joffrey's. And that was like a $500 dinner. And it was extremely unnecessary, but obviously I'm so grateful for it. And I had such a great time. And he was telling me all the things that I had wanted to hear and all the things. So basically that happened which that is like a form of love bombing because he was just like doing everything so extravagantly to get me right and then it continued like the way that he talked to me like he was like telling he told me that he loved me like the second week that we hung out he said that he he's never felt this way about anybody in his entire life and that he wants to marry me and he wants me to have his kids and like all of this like just all of this stuff that like was really fucking with my emotions and I was about to turn 30 and meant like I also just like like I said like I was not that like I didn't know I wasn't like my worth wasn't the my self-worth wasn't at the best level and I really cared about what other people thought about me and I really had like this 
was struggling with this idea uh, that society puts the pressure on us of of having everything dialed by the time you're 30 and the fact that I didn't have everything dialed and I was 29 and that I had just got out of a relationship and like etc cetera, etc cetera, I was letting all of that get to me so like for him to be telling me like oh I want X, Y, and Z, which is like the same X, Y, and Z that I had been wanting from my ex for so long. And then for him to say it, I was like all in. I was like, oh my gosh, I was just eating it up. Wasn't even questioning it. And it was all just like, I felt, I feel like a game for him almost. Um, Maybe he didn't know what he was doing, but like also there's a part of me that's like, come on, dude, like who's, who does, who does something like this? So... With all that being said, he and I continue to date. He continues to love bomb me. A month and a half goes by. All I and at this point, I had I was living at my parents' house because I was living with my ex before then, and I just was like going to move back in with my mom so that I could save some money and then get my own place. But I instead and like that was the plan. But then a month and a half into living with this guy or t- talking to this guy, dating this guy, um, he basically asked me to move in with him. And I was like, I don't know, like, it, it's really soon, blah, blah, blah. And he was just like, I was like, I, what if, you know, this happens or whatever? And I like voiced my concerns to him. And he said, no, like, you're it. I know what I want. I'm going to like, like, let's, you don't, you're spending all this time at my house anyways. I have to move out anyways of where he was at. And so we can find a place together. And it just all like the way that it all happened and all worked out. And like, it got me out of my parents' house, which obviously I don't want to be at my parents' house. So I was kind of like, you know, he's got a point, like whatever. So I just like fucking did it. And the thing about me which I've said this multiple times is like, yeah, I do move fast. And sometimes I don't think about the repercussions. But this time, I really did think about, you know, what could happen. And I almost like didn't care. I was like, you know what, let's say like, I move in with him, and then it doesn't work out, I move out, it's not a big deal, which that's exactly what happened. So but we did, we moved in together. And he got me right. So we dated. He told me everything that I wanted to hear. He love bombed the fuck out of me. He did like everything in his power to like make me happy to put on this like persona of this person that he thought that I wanted him to be. And then as soon as he got me to live with him, it was like nothing I did was good enough. My job wasn't good enough. Um, like just nothing that I did was good enough. Like the friends that I had weren't enough. Like it, they, there was something wrong with them. And like I... I shouldn't hang out with them. Like it was like really bizarre. It was just like a switch like flipped. And then like there was just these moods that came and left and it was like one minute he was happy and the next he wasn't and like I felt like I was walking on eggshells and like my dog even my t- <laughs> ladies and gents honestly like if your dog doesn't like the person that you are living with like there is a sign. Like that is a sign cuz you're Dogs are very intuitive. Like, they know. And they're smart. Especially my dog. And my dog, like, I'll give you an example. He would come home from work and my dog would run upstairs and hide under my legs. Like, that's how much my dog did not like this man. Like, 
And I was like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? Like, what's wrong with my dog? Like, what's going on? And he kept on, like, pooping in the house, which he never does. So it was just, like, a thing also with, like, the whole dog situation. But I digress. Basically, that's what love bombing is. Love bombing is something that you need to be fucking careful of. Like, do not let oxytocin and love bombing blind you. because. And if you are in a, in an era of like being single and really, really taking the time to work on yourself and like stay true to that boundary for as long as you need to, do not let anybody talk you out of it. And like, if somebody does talk you out of it, that's a huge fucking red flag. Like, in my opinion, if you tell somebody, hey, like, I don't want to go on a date with you because I'm really focused on myself and my healing journey. And they're like, oh, well, you know, but what about this? Or let's just go with the flow or blah, blah, blah. You know, like, no. Like, if you are not ready to date again, that person should respect your boundary and circle back however many months or whatever the fuck timeline that you give that person, if you give a timeline, or maybe they just check in every once in a while and say, hey, you ready for that day yet? And if you say no, then no. But that's like a respectful person, not somebody who's going to do everything above and beyond their fucking power to like get you to change their mind, to change your mind. Like, no, period. No, that's uh, that's them not respecting your boundaries. And who, why would you want to be with somebody who doesn't respect your boundaries? Okay. Um, so another situation with oxytocin like and to be careful is being an energetic match for emotionally unavailable men right so after breaking it off with um this situation that i'm telling you about as far as the love bombing goes and obviously that didn't work out because here i am single and living my best life but when i was with this man he literally made me feel like he made me question everything about myself and he made me feel like I wasn't shit and um because of that I was very damaged um not like damaged but like my self-esteem took a hit like my self-worth took it like everything just took a hit and it took a while for me to like get back to me and to remember who the fuck I am and to step back into my power. And that's why I'm so passionate. It's part of why I'm so passionate about what I'm doing now and what I'm teaching now. And um, I know how hard it can be to maybe be in a toxic relationship or in a relationship that you know you're, you shouldn't be in or that you don't feel aligned with anymore. Like I know that it's really scary to get out of that and to be alone and to like really take the time to know who you are get to know who you are and what you want and all that good stuff like I know that it's hard but let me just be a walking breathing talking testimonial for you it is so worth it once you get to the other side and on the other side of like being uncomfortable is such a moment of growth so just keeping that in mind that when you are uncomfortable or you do get put in a situation that makes you uncomfortable it's an opportunity for you to grow into a higher frequency version of yourself but you don't deserve to waste a single moment of your life in a relationship where somebody doesn't know your worth or somebody doesn't make you feel valued and worthy and love you unconditionally, regardless of what you do for work, 
or what you have in your bank account or what you like it's just none of that external shit fucking matters like in the like end game you gotta love the person that you're with like solely because of who they are to their core that's what matters not anything else because all of that external shit can change in the blink of an eye what doesn't change is who that person is to their core so who are you with is it somebody who you love to their core or are you with them because they have a good family or because they have a lot of money or because they have a good job like or because you guys have kids together like i don't you know what i'm saying like there's like you need to be happy with who you who you are yeah and who they are and who you guys are together because that's what person that's what i feel matters the most and with that being said like if you are in a relationship that you don't want to be in or that you have a you know intuitive feeling that like it's not it like don't be afraid to get out of it and to leave and to be alone because being alone and getting to know who you are and what you want and finding yourself is such a magical experience. 10 out of 10 recommend. Um, and being with somebody who respects you and respects your boundaries and knows your worth and doesn't make you question your worth and like all of these things that I'm learning and like the people that I, I attract now that I know my worth <clears throat> and that I've healed my self-worth wounds and my inner child wounds like and that I'm doing consistent work like the men that I attract now are of high value and high quality as opposed to emotionally unavailable men or men that love bomb me or narcissistic assholes or you know so like that's what I was attracting <laughs> and I no longer am an energetic match for those type of people and when I say men, if you're a man listening to this, you can replace it with women. But obviously, I'm just talking about my perspective and how I feel and my lessons that I've learned along the way. So with that being said, as far as the whole being an energetic match for emotionally unavailable men things goes, or women, if you do not know your worth you are going to attract the world is a giant mirror you're going to attract people who make you question your worth because they don't see your worth because somebody who sees your worth is not going to think twice about whether or not they want to be with you they're not going to give the excuse of oh i'm just really focused on my career or oh i just don't really have the time like okay like those are just excuses in the long run like if somebody wanted to be with you they would just be with you there's really not a whole lot of questioning behind it and it's 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 like a yes or no question and it's it's being honest and being community it's communicating right like with that person what exactly you're looking for like be real with them don't like step into this dating scene and not knowing what you want like you have to like if you are decide if you're, if you're coming out of your single era and you're stepping back into the dating world when you're ready and you're like, okay, I'm ready to like date. There's, you know, two thing, two ways of dating. Obviously, you can just date to have fun or you're dating to marry. Both are okay. There's nothing wrong with either of them, obviously. Um, and 
when you are dating to date, like set that intention with that person. Like, oh, I'm just dating today. And like, I'm dating multiple people right now. Like, not that you're sleeping with multiple people, but like that you're just having fun and you're dating to date. Like maybe you're not sleeping with anybody because that releases oxytocin and oxytocin will make you get emotionally connected to the person that you're seeing. And if you're not looking for something for anything serious, then what are you doing that for? Right? Is it just me? Does anyone else agree? <laughs> like, um, whereas if you're dating to like marry and you're actually honest with that person of like, look, I'm dating to marry. If you're not and we're not on the same page, then like let's not waste each other's time. Like there's a huge respect, I feel like, in that. And mind you, like you don't need to be in a rush. Like, for instance, I'm dating to marry, but I'm not in a rush for anything. Like I want to get to know the person, etc. Because I've learned my lesson because we're not going to jump into anything and then move in a month later. But if that's your journey, then that's your journey. Like there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying that's not going to happen with me ever again. <laughs> um, I want to get to know the person. My mom and I always have like this thing that we say of it takes three to six months for somebody to show their ass. Um, and I feel like that's just the ultimate truth. <laughs> but I digress. So what was happening was I didn't know my full worth. I questioned my worth even after, like, obviously, like, after this past relationship that I'm talking to you guys about where I was love-bombed, like, my self-worth was just, like, in the trash. And because of that, I had to really work on that part of myself, which I have. And obviously, that's – you guys see that. Like, that's a part of why I do this podcast and why I do what I do for work. Um. But with that being said, I wanted to master self-worth, self-love, all that good stuff. And so what I did was I pulled a mastery over self-worth from the Akashic Records. And when you pull anything from the Akashic Records, it's not just like, okay, here you go. Like you're a master in this all of a sudden. Like, no, you are going to get reflections that help you learn the lesson that needs to be learned in order for you to master it at an expedited rate. It's like from your higher self saying, okay, you asked for this, like, here you go on a silver platter. What happened is that I was attracting emotionally unavailable men into my life when I did decide that I was ready to date again. And there was a part of me that was like, oh, well, if I stick around long enough, then he'll choose me. And I have daddy issues, so, like, that stems from me having daddy issues of, like, needing that validation from my – of my – like, wanting my dad to, like, choose me and, like, want me. And that's something that I've had to work through and that I've had to realize. But, like, ultimately, uh, what was happening is that there was a part of me that was, like, if if I wait a lot – he'll choose me if I wait around long enough which it's like a pattern that I was doing. I did the same thing with my dad. Like if I if I if I do this then then he'll love me. You know? And it's like no. No. You deserve so much more than that. You deserve somebody who looks at you and and gets to know you and then sees your worth and and values you for all that you are. And if you're with somebody who's like one foot in, one foot out, 
it's just like there no like you deserve so much more than that and just that's why having that conversation and creating a clear boundary of like what you're looking for in the dating scene matters so much and so how oxytocin plays a role in this is that when you do start to date somebody who's emotionally unavailable man or woman then what happens is like you guys you know might be going on dates or they're like acting as if they want you to be in a relationship but they don't want to actually make the commitment so it's like this weird like situationship <laughs> that's exactly what it is that you're stuck in and you're just left feeling so confused and who wants to feel confused in a relationship like that's not healthy for your central nervous system that's that's putting you in fight or flight and what it does is it's like you get these little pings of oxyto of oxytocin that it's like they're texting you and like you get all excited about them texting you or they want to hang out with you and then like you don't hear from them for a week but then like they hit you up and they want to hang out with you they want to take you on a date or then they like disappear and then oh they're, they're like liking your stuff and you get these like little hits of oxytocin and it's like a game right it's a game and it becomes a game and you get addicted to the game because you get addicted to little hits of oxytocin and then you know you mix up the whole love hormone oxytocin like cuddling and touching and physical affection and sex and all the things it's going to mess with your head and you're going to end up getting hurt because they were honest with you from the get-go that they aren't ready for this they aren't ready for a relationship but then like they're acting like it so like they're just confused on their end and that's not a that's nothing on you but what is on you is that you aren't seeing that like you are actually ready for something more than a situationship and that you are opening your heart to this person and you're like setting yourself up to get hurt because you're not seeing it for like you're not taking what they what they're saying seriously and you're like oh well if I stick around then like they'll see my worth it's like no like know your worth stand true in your boundaries stand tall in your boundaries do not bend your boundaries do not if you are in a single girl era stay in your single girl era until you are ready to get out of it and if somebody disrespects you by trying to like talk you out of being with them or talk you into being with them or into starting to date them when like you're not ready for that that's a huge red flag so let's not do that like let's be with people who respect our boundaries and let's be with people who see us for all that we are who value us who we don't feel like we have to prove anything right because we don't deserve anything less than that period with all that being said if this episode resonated with you please leave a rating review let me know how you liked it dm me let me know what you thought i love to hear from you guys um it means so so much to me if you could like share this with a friend or share it to your story um if this resonated with you if you liked it and thanks again so much for listening i hope that you have an incredible day and we'll chat soon. Bye.